Riot Squad, a female-powered media agency proudly presenting Camp Pennsylvania, Pennsylvania's first and only DIY punk rock summer camp, September 1st through 3rd in Scranton, Pennsylvania. Come camp with us for three nights of non-stop punk rock all weekend long, with over 40 bands and tons of activities. Tickets on sale now at camppunksylvania.com. That's camp, P-U-N-K-S-Y-L-V-A-N-I-A dot com. See you there. Love this podcast? Consider supporting this show. You decide how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Visit the link in the episode description to support now. On this episode of Bonus Tracks, I am joined by a band who has opened the prestigious Scottish Music Awards. They have been awarded Best Emerging International Artist in Canada's Indie Week, and they had slots on the last Warp Tour. They are known for their trademarked colored hair, and they combine their energetic live shows with raucous guitars and millennial brashness please welcome the absolutely incredible single by sunday hello guys hey hey hey! how you doing i'm fantastic uh thank you for being here no thank you for having us thank, thank you. you so much for having us on here we're excited we're, for this yeah we're buzzed <laughs> we actually don't sound enthused like that sounded like really like that's yeah, dire that, i sounded like oh yay but we actually are really really excited for this that's just the scottish accent so. yeah because we've, <laughs> we've only been recently like getting podcasts and different features and stuff like that and we're actually loving doing them because we talk so much crap um <laughs> so it's, it's it's really good for us so you've got a new single coming out on the 17th it is called uh severed ties tell me all about it do we do we do we have a new single i don't that's, think you've got that's that new, that's news to <laughs> me man <laughs> No, uh, we do. We've got a new single coming out uh, called Severed Ties. Um, it, as far as I'm concerned, it's our best single yet. Um, it's a real therapeutic song about uh, being in a relationship and uh, all the troubles of that. Lo- long story short, my life. But um, it's it's really good and it's a lot of energy and we're excited to play it live for the first time on the 17th as well. We're actually doing a sold out show at the garage in Glasgow to 700 people and we'll be playing that song for the first time. So it's, uh, it's exciting. Very exciting. So if I was gonna, if I was gonna make like a single by Sunday, uh, playlist, what, what kind of vibe are we, are we looking at? Ooh. Oh, it's, it's all, well, for, right. So this is the thing. Josh likes like some slow songs and ballads and stuff. Whereas I'm the total opposite. I love the set to be like upbeat. And um, so for me, if, if I like, cause I would be putting on like a playlist if I was going on a night out. So I wouldn't be listening to like ballads. Um, so for me, it'd be Reputation, Severed Ties, Help, all the new ones, really. Yeah. I, I, everything I, post-pandemic. I would agree with that. I think um, if it was a playlist, it, it would probably be most uh, or more recent 
uh, music, um, just because that's what we're we're into now. Yeah. You know, everything's developing from from where we started. So definitely, definitely the newer sound. Uh, yeah, I think we can both agree our sounds really maturing as like we like progress with the band, um, and and our fans love it as well. And we've had such a great response from from changing up our sound and doing what we do now. It's uh, it's definitely being received really well, and fans are still getting tattoos of it. So that's how you know it's it's, it's going well. So when when do you feel like you're most creative? Like what time of day is does the magic happen, so to speak? Like the nighttime. <laughs> no, really, it's like all day, I guess. Like we're always kind of doing stuff. Well, yeah, um, I mean, like we, we're doing we're doing we get right. So I I've always said I don't understand how independent unsigned bands that do not have a team can do like what we've done because like my our, our management team, like they cover all the emails and mailing venues and getting us shows and all that kind of stuff. They do all that side of things. Whereas like Josh will focus a lot on the social media and posting and the reels and the content, the TikToks. I'll do a lot of the songwriting, but for me, all that happens like from midnight to like four in the morning. I'll be literally all, like heading to sleep and then like a melody or something will come to me and I'll be like, here we go. And I know that I'll be up for the next like three, four hours trying to write something um the, yeah it's it's it, i hate the creative process it is a bit of a nightmare sometimes but it's really full on it's full on yeah. yeah but the good thing is this is our full-time job so it's not as if i've got to wake up at 9 a.m so it's not too bad so tell me where does severed ties fall in in the set list for for the show coming up the sh- uh, so because it's our because it's the the newest single getting released, we're going to be playing that last. That's going to be our final song, um, which we are kind of nervous about, but super excited for. Uh, and funnily enough, we're actually releasing an EP at the show, uh, which will have our last two singles on it, and then Sever Ties, and it will also feature our next single, which is coming out. Um, so people, if they buy the EP, will get to hear it uh, six weeks early. And it's got oh, that, that song in particular is going to be the last song um in the set. Ever. The last song ever. Last song ever. <laughs> um, and we've got we've got some pretty cool stuff. We've got like um CO2 like planned for it, like canister. This is the first and, time we're using it. Well. Yeah, it's the first time we're using any like stage sort of props and stuff, which is cool. Uh, and we've got like big confetti cannons for it. So we had to put this song last just to give it its big opening. Yeah. Um, which is gonna be super, super exciting. What advice would you give to the next generation of artists? Um, that's a tough probably question. to. That's a good. That is a really good question. Get your head like, get your head down, uh, and just get straight to work. Try get as many shows as possible. I think shows is the best way to build your fan base. Um, a lot of people try to do it through having a social media presence, mm-hmm. whether that's like um try to get as many followers as you can but like we we personally actually know people that have millions of followers but can't pull 20 people to a show so yeah. um i would say try get as many live shows uh, try build as many um relationships with like booking agents promoters um other bands um because you could be friends with another band that blows up and because you're friends with them you could get on their big support slot if it was, um, yeah. I would say that's the best advice I could give. For me, I would say don't try and sound like what's charting, like what's in the charts and what's trending. Don't try and sound like all that trap music because it's so, so saturated. Um, 
it, you know we've heard it we've heard it all before you know I mean you hear all the same stuff whereas like when you're listening to bands each band yeah a lot of them can sound the same but there will be something different with every band whether it's the vocal or the guitar playing or something you know like people who actually play instruments will have a different style every time I mean how Josh plays guitar chords is completely different to how I play the guitar chords mm-hmm. um, and I think that's like the most creative thing and for me anyways when I'm seeing and working with a lot of bands I like seeing how everyone works as a team um, and even in their writing process you know I, no band that I've worked with is doing the same as what we do or anything like that you know me and Josh do a lot of the writing together and it's never been you know four guys getting into a room and churning out songs like that's I think that's what I'd hoped for originally but it just never ever worked out that way um, so yeah for me for me I would just say bands just do your own thing and don't just try and chase what's in the charts How much uh, personal experience was drawn on for writing Severed Ties? So, yeah, a a lot of it, to be honest. Um, I met a guy in lockdown, uh, funnily enough, and uh, we ended up we ended up dating. And like between the lockdowns being in and out, um, I ended up flying to Belfast and because he was from Dublin and like he could travel to Belfast and I could fly to Belfast because it's part of the UK. Um, so we would like meet up and we we're in a really, really good relationship for quite a while, but um, it got very turbulent uh, over time. And I ended up just, well, I mean, like kind of very long story short, uh, there was a lot of heartbreak involved, but you know, for me, I, I'm like a male Taylor Swift. So I just like to check out all the songs <laughs> about my exes, but um, it, it's definitely therapy for me. You know, it makes me feel really good. And it's nice that, it, it's, it makes me feel better but it's nice that when we play these songs live or meet fans that it's connecting to them on another level like they like sometimes fans can relate to that and something in their own life which I think is really special as well um so it just kind of shows that we're all going through similar things you know but yes to answer your question there is a lot in, there's a lot <laughs> there's a lot on a personal level yeah yeah if you had one extra hour in the day what would you do with it? Sleep. Sleep. <laughs> we both did the same thing. Yeah, sleep for sure. Um, we don't get enough of that. Like we're we're up pretty late. I'm, I don't go to bed till like three a.m., four a.m., and then I'm up early. So you know um, what though? Summer of twenty. An extra hour. Would be summer good. of twenty sixteen. I was doing a lot of yoga, and that was that was good. Yoga. Yeah. You see, we went to Turkey oh. every morning. I get up and do yoga at like nine a.m., and it honestly it totally sets you up for the day. But then again, I can't be bothered doing it in my house. So if I if I seen you doing yoga, I think I would. Oh, it was class. I've done it. <laughs> nah, it was amazing. It was it was amazing to be honest. So tell me about the moment when you decided you wanted to pursue music. Actually, no. Quickly going back to your last question, what would you do with one extra hour? I this is my extra hour. Okay. <laughs> well, I hope yeah, it's not being wasted. I hope you're enjoying it. I am. <laughs> um, I mean, if, if, what was what was the question? Sorry, actually, once more. I, tell me about the moment you decided you wanted to pursue music. Ah, um, for me, my dad had an old acoustic guitar that my mum had got him, um, like years and years ago, and he kept it in his closet or his wardrobe. And one day I went in and I took it out and started playing that guitar. And then 
Uh, I was I was only in like primary school. What would you call that in America? Uh, like preschool. Preschool. Um, and I started taking guitar lessons. From there, I went into like high school and um, started studying music and starting bands. And that's how I kind of fell into the uh, the music scene, as we call it. But yeah, you're yeah. a bit different because you actually went on to pursue it further, though, didn't you? Yeah, like my uncle, my uncle gave me uh, my first ever guitar. Uh, it was a Fender uh, Strat. And I like I loved the guitar, but I hated it because I couldn't play it. Like, I honestly thought, like, being a guitar player would just come so naturally, and it just didn't. And I honestly, I remember, like, setting it down for, like, seven months and just not even, like, give it. I just kind of gave up, and my mom said, do you want, we'll just give the guitar back. And I was like, no. And I was like, I'll get into it. And something just changed. Like, I, I did start to, like, get into it more. And then, unfortunately, uh, my uncle, who's sadly passed now, he um he took a stroke uh and that and he was like an amazing guitar player like you know he was in like status quo tribute bands and a total shredder like a real classic rock guy and i ended up because he had unfortunately taken the stroke i feel like that kind of fueled something in me to like continue like his legacy um and i just became so much better at guitar i've stuck with it now for like 11 12 years i think we are you've got all, all yeah. his guitars now as well. i have all his guitars now yeah um because he was left-handed as well um, so I inherited all his guitars and um, yeah, I just, I, I kind of just like always think of him when I'm on stage and whatnot, especially when I'm doing solos, trying to concentrate, but I'm also like, I'm doing this for you. So, <laughs> yeah. What do you want people to walk away from Severed Ties with? What do you want them to get out of the song? The merch. Not good <laughs> <laughs> I, want, I want them to walk away with a t-shirt, the hoodie, the beanie. Not good I feel like I said she say cut that. <laughs> also, buy my marriage. Um, I mean, like for, for any of our songs, especially Severed Ties, I just want people to. Is this from a live show? A live show or just listening to it at home? Either one. Different things. I would say from a live show, I just want people to walk away saying that they had fun. It was it was a great tune. It sounded great. It's a song that they could jump around to and yeah, just enjoy it. I'm the opposite. I want you to sit in your room and bawl your eyes out. I want you to cry. <laughs> And just sob, sob over the sad undertones of that upbeat song. It's so funny. All our all our songs are like that, though. They're all really upbeat. But when They're you really if you read the lyrics, if you just read them, it's really sad stuff. We should do we should do like we should do like an EP or something where it's just all the hits, but like slow, violent, depression. Yeah, put some sad chords over them, and everyone be like, <laughs> yeah should do uh dramatic readings of your lyrics on the TikTok. Oh, no, no. why don't you do the dramatic readings because you you come up with that idea you should totally do that <laughs> absolutely i'm gonna get on that right now <laughs> so if somebody was gonna put severed ties in a film what's the best kind of film for it oh that's good i mean can this be any film of all time yeah absolutely I would say something like American Pie. Oh, that's Dude, weird. Yeah, some, something like yeah, American, American Pie. Pie. It's it's very early two thousand. Early two thousand pop punk. Like, dude, um, where's my car? American Pie. Yeah. Uh, things things like that. Ferris Bueller. Ferris Bueller. Something something. <laughs> yeah, a proper classic from back in the day. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I would agree. Back to the Future, car chasing or something. Looking <laughs> <laughs> in my rear view, I'm so glad that I left you. Yeah, hundred percent. Anything like that. Anything that has really pop punk themes. Um, 
I'm pure blanking. I'm trying to think of other pop punk films that were around that time. There wasn't any. No, there was, man. There was loads of films back then. I'm just like, I'm just blank, drawing a blank. But yeah, anything, anything that's really pop punk based soundtrack with lots of bands. I really miss those. I really miss those days because honestly, I feel like soundtracks for movies were way superior back then than what they are now. It's it's actually it's a conversation that I've had uh, on this show with another guest that, um, like there was there was a shift in soundtracks around yeah. like 2000, 2001, because in the 90s, like soundtracks used to be epic. They would bring in all these artists and do do songs specifically for the films. And now it's like you get like a single and, and yeah. that's it. Yep. yep. Yeah, it's because they have all these uh, music uh, supervisors now that people can, filmmakers can go into a big list just full of songs like and choose a song that they like. You know, they're not actually getting specific artists now. Um, to actually come in, like you said, and write a track for that film. Um, I think that's that's why there's been that drastic change. So it's a shame though, because I do wish they I wish they would bring it back. Because mm. see, see, genuinely watching American Pie, it's like there's so many bands that I discovered in those films, whether it was Blink or American Hi-Fi or whoever. It was like there was it was just a full list of just great bands with great songs. Yeah, so cool. So tell the folks listening at home and all over the world uh, where they can get their hands on Severed Ties. You can buy the EP at the Glasgow Garage on the 17th of February. Not gonna. <laughs> uh, the song will be available on the 17th everywhere on Spotify, Deezer, Apple Music, YouTube Music, Amazon, all that kind of stuff. Every streaming platform you can think of, it will be there. Um, shout out to my Apple Music people. I'm with you there. Uh, I don't use Spotify. I'm not a fan. Um, but yeah, it's, it'll be available everywhere. If you would like as well, you can purchase the EP off of our website, which will probably be up around the 17th or 18th. Um, and yeah, we just want to say to everyone, thank you for supporting us and like making us better musicians and keeping us going because it's something that we really want to continue and pursue. And it's really only possible with the support of all the fans. So thank you to you. And where can they track you down on social media? Um, uh, Grinder, Tinder, Hinge, every social media platform you can think of. Omegle, every Omegle, dating yeah. website, um, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. Like we're we're on all of that. Escorts.com. <laughs> at single by Sunday. Um, yeah, you'll be able to find us. Uh, we we've got the handles on on all the socials. So yeah, we made sure we did that like right from the get go. Like when we came up with the band name, we made sure that we got the at single by Sunday on everything, because that really puzzles me. See, when you find a band that has like at whatever on like Instagram, but then a totally different handle on Twitter, I'm like, you've just made this so much more difficult for yourself. And um, but yeah, single by Sunday on all socials. Well, thank you guys uh, so much for taking a little bit of time out of your day to talk to me about the new single. I have enjoyed this absolutely immensely. Have you have you heard the single yet? I have, and I love it. You do? I do. I absolutely, I absolutely enjoy it. Um, I usually when when these get booked in and I get the the previews of of the new music, I uh, I listen to it in the shower. That way, I'm totally focused on. <laughs> what's happening and i almost fell in the shower nice yes nice well honestly thank you for thank checking you so out. much and thank you well. yeah thank you for having us
This has been a Rod Wharton production in association with Spring Break 83 Entertainment. All rights and trademarks reserved. No portion of this podcast shall be reproduced commercially without explicit consent.